Welcome to another episode of In The Loop. Today we're going to be interviewing Cheryl McCharge, a recent Bright Ideas grant recipient about her project, A Day of Magic. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning. And thanks for being here with us. We know you're here because we want to talk to you about a very exciting Bright Ideas project that you've had recently. But first, let me give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. Yes, uh, my name is Cheryl McCharge. I am a veteran teacher of Coweta County. I've worked here for 16 years. This is actually my first year as a principal, um, and I am the principal of Western Elementary School in Coweta County. Awesome. Well, we're really glad to have you. So let's dive in. We want to talk to you about your project, A Day in Magic. Yeah. Tell, tell me, just what was the project about? What all did it involve? So originally when I wrote the application, my goal was to create, we had an empty classroom in the building, and I was going to create take the empty classroom, and once a month I was going to pick a different theme um, and decorate the classroom, and then teachers were going to be able to sign up and bring their students in um, during that month to teach their content through the theme, whether it be Mario Brothers, Jurassic Park, Circus, um, however then COVID um, joined, and we had to kind of rethink that because we weren't able to bring kids in and out of the same classrooms. The idea of magic and creating the unexpected where kids never know what's going to happen the next day, um, I wanted to keep with that theme, but I had to rethink what that would look like. So we actually kind of revamped it, and we created Days of Magic. So we did. We started in October. That was our first day, and the kids left on a Wednesday, just like a normal day, as soon as they left, we just got busy and we decorated every hallway, every classroom um, with a different theme. And then when the students arrived the next morning, all of their content for the day was delivered to them through the theme that the teacher had chosen. So they went through all of the standards, but they were all related to the topic that the teacher had chosen. Um, it was a huge hit. And so we carried it on. Awesome. And so you mentioned the themes. You had a yeah. different theme for, for every hallway, every grade. How did you actually go about choosing the room themes? Yeah, great question. So I actually had the teachers look at the standards they were going to be. We picked the magic day first, what day the, the magic was going to happen on. Um, and then they looked at what standards they were going to be teaching that day. And then they th picked a theme that they could teach their content through. I couldn't choose one theme school-wide because what a kindergartner is learning looks very different than what a fifth grader was learning. Um, so for example, the first um, the first one we did, my fifth grade teachers were teaching about chemical and physical changes. So they actually did a circus theme. They made funnel cakes, they made corn dogs, they made popcorn, cotton candy. And as the students were, were going through the process, they were learning the difference between physical and chemical change through hands-on lessons. They were able to, actually able to eat the material as well. But that's something that they're never going to forget. Um, the teachers were dressed as ring leaders. Um, you know, the, this classroom looked like a circus. So it's just something that engaged them. And whatever we taught that day was going to be a hit because of the theme. Awesome. And I, I know you had one with operating rooms, too. Yep. I just I want to ask about it. How did that go? What, what did it involve? Yeah, great. So that was a second grade theme. Um, they dressed the little um, the kids dressed as surgeons for the day that the teachers had the big um, the white lab coats and they taught all their content. So they they read stories about the brain um, in reading and they dissected that in spelling. They had their spelling words written on little band-aids and they sorted them by spelling 
spelling pattern. They were doing contractions in grammar. Um, so they wrote part of the word on one sentence strip, part of the can and not, and then they connected them with a Band-Aid as their comma. So all the content was just delivered through the theme, but the students thought they had fun all day, but they learned um, and they did quite a bit of work. Awesome. And so how many students actually were able to participate in the project? Yes. So, um, of course, with COVID, we had some students online and some students face to face, but we built um, virtual packets. So, for example, my students who were in second grade, we just put all their operating clothes in a bag and had the parents come pick those up so that they virtually were still able to participate. So I can honestly say every student in our building, um, a little shy of 400, were able to participate and um receive the benefits of the grant. Oh my gosh. And not not only students, also yeah. teachers and even those working outside of the school, like I read bus drivers. Bus drivers. Were, how did you get everyone to participate in that? I, I know it must have been a lot of work. So um, yeah, we had the bus drivers. We got them bow ties and black hats. And so when they rolled up to the student, the, of course, the kids had no idea because this was the first magic day. They knew something was a little bit different. Um, when they got to school, all of the, the cafeteria workers who were serving them breakfast again had black hats and bow ties on all the custodians Um, if you were not a homeroom teacher that you were dressed as your theme we were all dressed as magicians so we had capes white gloves and hats Um, and so the kids were very confused the first 20 minutes of school like what is going on this is not what a typical day looks like but they quickly realized um, that, that magic was happening For sure. And you mentioned dealing with COVID-19 through this whole process. How how exactly did did you bring your idea to fruition from what you had initially chosen and then try to incorporate it? And how how did dealing with COVID impact impact it? Yes. So I. Originally, my idea was to just do this in one classroom and for it to stay up for a month and pick a new theme. I really like the way it ended up working out. Um, I probably wouldn't have gone this route had COVID not hit, but I think it was a blessing in disguise because Magic Day then became something far bigger than I. When I wrote this grant, I was not expecting Magic Day to be what it was. Um, I would never go back. I'm going to keep it the way it ended up working out. I think it's just the other thing was in a year where education has been very hard. Um, It was different. We were learning at this exact same time. We were learning to navigate virtual learning with face-to-face instruction with four-year-olds, and that's hard. Um, So to see the teachers excited, um, the afternoon that we were setting up, I've told people probably one of my favorite moments of this beyond the kids' excitement was the afternoon before when the teachers were decorating their hallways and hearing them laugh and giggle and working together. That's a kind of a sound we lost at the beginning of the year because we were just struggling through with the new normal. Um, So just to see the morale and and everybody in the building was on board. And then once the kids walked in, I mean, if you weren't on board, you were sold um, (laughs) after the kids saw it. And well, that's awesome. You had that moment the day before you all you all getting back to a little bit of normalcy. Um, how long did the whole process of setup and all of that take? Yes, so the ordering part was the the prep on the front end. um, Again, well worth it, but that was really on me. I just asked the teachers. I said, money is no obstacle. What do you need to pull this off? I'll find a way to buy it. Um, And luckily with the grant, that was was the way. And the nice thing about the grant is when you use school money, you are only allowed to use certain vendors. When you get a grant such as this, I'm allowed to order from 
Oriental Trading, Party City, the stores that I really needed the items from, um, and they cost much less. So I just asked the teachers to make me a list. Hey, what would you need if money were no object to pull this off? Um, and then I just started, you know, okay, this is the budget I had. What can I get with it? I had it all organized into tubs. Probably about two hours that afternoon to set up, and then it was the full school day. We took it down that afternoon when the kids left. Okay, and so you mentioned funding being a common issue in the school mm-hmm. system. How did the Bright Ideas grant really help your project specifically? I could have never pulled this off without it. Um, the money that for the school, it, it just is, it's earmarked for certain funds, technology, workbooks. Um, so we don't have pots of money for creativity like this. So without this grant, this would have never happened. Um, so thank you, EMC. Thank you, Bright Ideas, for the opportunity. Well, absolutely. We're, we're so glad you could be here with us to share your experience. Can you, can you tell me, before you had applied, did you actually know anyone that had ever applied before? No. no. Um, again, this was my first year as a principal, and I knew I wanted to do something a little bit different, um, you know, kind of stand out. And I just started researching grants, and this one was, I live right around the corner. I thought, you know, I'll throw my name in the hat. wasn't expecting anything from it, especially being a principal. I didn't know if principals would be eligible, um, and I knew it was kind of out there. You know, it wasn't a specific grade. It wasn't a specific content area, um, but luckily... You chose my application, so. Yeah. Yes. Well, and so talking about the the grant process and that process, mm-hmm. how, how would you explain the ease of the process for, for future educators who may be interested in applying? How, how would you explain what you went through and would you do it again? Absolutely. I'm going to apply today for the next one. Um, a very easy process. And as a matter of fact, I appreciated the process because I had the idea, but I didn't really know what it was going to look like. So as I was filling out the application, I had to think through things that I probably that I hadn't thought through you know, as, okay, this sounds like a great idea, but what does that look like? Like, how would I make that happen? Um, So I would say the application process actually helped me make this happen because I had to think through, okay, where would I need to order from? Exactly what would I need to order? Um, How much do those items cost? Those are really concepts I had not thought of other than, oh, this sounds like a great idea. Um, So the process was, it probably took me a couple of hours, but that was with me stopping and then having to go to websites to see the, the cost of things. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And I mean, would you give any advice to any other educators about applying, about the process, and about your experience? Yeah, very easy process. I definitely would say, you know, if, if you're like me, you probably thought, okay, well, my application won't get picked. Am I spending this time, you know, where I could be spending it elsewhere? But um, no idea is too crazy. Um, I, I think throw it out there and, and even if, if this doesn't work, um, you know, using the application process as experience to look at other applications. But I think my best advice would be just go for it. Um, worst case, they just don't call you. <laughs> okay, so lastly, to kind of wrap it up, yeah. would you deem your project a success and were you surprised by anything when conducting your project? Yes, a huge success, far more successful than I ever imagined. Um, when I get parents posting on Facebook, it's magic day at my kid's school, like that is success because they got just as excited as the kids did. It's, it's out of the ordinary. Um, um, that afternoon after our first Magic Day, I came on the announcement, 
audience and said, boys and girls, I hope you had a fantastic day. You never know when the magic will strike again. So um, they have no idea when it's going to happen again. We keep it a complete secret from the parents, from the community, um, because that's 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 the power of it, the unexpected. You don't want to miss school because you don't want to miss school on a magic day. Um, so very successful. We had parents like cheering and jumping up and down in the car. We had kids running out and parents would have to pull back through to drop their book bag and lunchbox off because they just got out of the car to go in. Um, so all of the hard work, all of the preparation, just to see the kids so engaged and so excited about being at school in a year of COVID where, you know, these kids have dealt with a lot. Um, parents losing jobs, um, not being able to come to school for quite a while. Um, so just to bring the joy back and the love of learning. Um, it was un- an un- unorthodox way of learning that day. They just thought they were having fun. What they didn't realize is just how much content. And I guarantee you, this our magic day was, you know, last fall. If you ask those kids what they learned last October, they can tell you exactly what they did in class that day. Awesome. Well, that's what we love to hear. That's what we so, love to hear, yeah. thank you. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up? No, just thank you, EMC. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for the opportunity. Um, this could have never happened without you guys, so thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today. We really appreciate it, and we're so glad that your project was a success. Thank you. Here at Catwood Fayette EMC, we believe there is no more important investment than in our community's youth. That's why for the past 16 years, we've offered Bright Idea grants to teachers grades K-12 through across our service area. The Bright Ideas program is funded by our Operation Roundup program and is aimed at providing teachers in our communities with the tools needed to turn their ideas into reality. We are currently accepting applications. An application can be found at utility.org under the My Community tab. If you know a teacher who may benefit from this program, please spread the word about this great opportunity. The application deadline is August 13th. Hi, I'm Jennifer Jones, and I work in the IT department at Cowie DeFay at EMC. You just listened to an episode of In the Loop. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review. In the Loop is available on all major streaming services. Until next time.